Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musig. Welcome to CEO Coach this wonderful Monday morning. I'm coming to you live from Seattle, Washington where it is appropriately cloudy again, of course. Today we're going to talk about marketing startups, and we're going to do it without spending a fortune. I mentor a lot of companies around the country and around the world, and I hear the same kind of concerns from uh, first-time CEOs or even sometimes second-time CEOs about how to develop trust. Trust is a crucial piece to developing the sale, right? It's the last thing that happens before you make a sale. Somebody's got to trust you before they put their money on the table or, in this case, on the web. So how do you develop those kinds of things? Often, I'm told, especially outside the U.S., but often here as well, let's use a PR agency. Let's get ourselves some press in major newspapers, magazines, and so on so that people recognize the name and figure that we are trustworthy. It used to be that large was equal to trustworthy. Here's a newsflash, folks. I think you all know this already. It no longer does. Large is no longer considered trustworthy at all, almost anywhere on the planet. Right? Certainly not in first world nations, second world nations, and in emerging markets, the same issue is beginning to happen very early and very quickly. One of the things we do know is that the speed of change increases over time. So it's kind of like something spinning out of control, right? It it increases over time. We had that kind of situation here in the States in which people began to believe their colleagues rather than the press. Now we have lots of stats around that. More than 72, sometimes I see 76% of the people who are queried, of thousands of people. This is not a, a query of 20 folks, right? Of thousands of people will say, yeah, I would trust the reviews of my friends. And about somewhere between 15 and 25%, something like that, it hovers again depending on the study. Again, thousands of people queried. They'll say, yeah, somewhere in 15 to 25%, I would trust an advertisement. It's a clue, right? We've all heard these stats. We all keep hearing them. And yet we think when it comes to our own company, 
that the way to gain trust is to get a PR agency and make big noise. Sorry, but it ain't so. There are a lot less expensive ways to do it, and they turn out to be better. I mean, how often on the face of the planet, let alone in your business startup, are you going to find something that not only is better, but it also costs less? Grab it, folks. This is the way to go. So here's how it works. Rather than getting a PR agency to plant articles inside newspapers, magazines, and so on, the London Times, uh, you know, the Mirror in Germany, the New York Times in the States, whatever, right? Rather than doing that, how about you begin from the inside out? You begin by becoming trustworthy, and that begins with a modicum of transparency. Now, again, we know that Tag fee is what Moz lives by, and while it's open source, not everybody does that. That's okay. But a modicum of transparency, that first T in tag fee standing for transparency, is kind of critical. People want to know how the sausage is made. Right? They no longer want a bite without knowing what's inside. So here's an example. A company called Trip.me, Trip.me. Right, Trip.me gave me a shout the other day. They come out of Berlin, Germany, and they were one of those companies considering getting a PR agency. Now, they do quite amazing stuff. They connect travelers who want to go to intriguing places around the world rather than just the standard London, Paris, New York, so on, right? And uh, they go to fascinating places around the world, right? And they will connect you direct with the travel agencies that are on the ground in those countries. So you get to travel with people who, you know, know, love, and, you know, really get deep into their own space. And you cut out the middlemen. Great stuff. It should cost you a little less. You should have a much more, you know, exciting experience. Um, You get a real local experience as opposed to something that might have come out of a big conglomerate. Notice again, we're all kind of not into big conglomerates, right? So they decided to launch this company. Now, my counsel to them was to be trustworthy, to figure out what it is that would develop that with their customers. And the customers want to know, how does this all work? So just recently, the first blog post, I think, is about to go up, and it talks about how the CEO right, vets the companies that he would refer you to. So that would develop some kind of a trust factor. The fact that the people who work inside the company go out and take these trips, they check these guys out, right? They would never connect their own customers with somebody whom they had not vetted to be totally trustworthy. And by trustworthy, they mean you get value for your money. Uh, They really do as they say they will do. Uh, The experience itself is quite extraordinary. This will not be dull. You know, all of those kinds of things that they're looking for in trips – They go out and they get that ready for their customers. That's the very first stage. Then you use social media, things like Twitter, Facebook, Google+, uh, LinkedIn, um, Pinterest. Absolutely, boy, that's a traveler's dream. Anybody who's doing e-commerce, that's their dream. Uh, So all of those spaces you use to drive people back to see this kind of an article that says, oh, this is how we do it. And this is how we care for the people that we work with. Right? That's not just customers who pay us, but rather the people 
that we work with. You give me money, I give you an experience and a connection to things and so on, right? And we have worked now together. It's a different way to think of things. Now, it's a little bit slower, perhaps, in terms of getting the word out. PR agencies may be able to get the word out in a couple of weeks. You can get a blog post up in a day or so. That's cool. But even if you were to begin to spread it around, I know what early stage startup looks like. Only you're reading it, maybe your mother, you know, that kind of thing. And she's not so hot at the web, so that's not so cool. You must begin slowly. So how do you do that? Well, here's an idea. You go to the places where the conversation already exists. Let's continue with this company called Trip.me. In that case, you would go to places where people are already talking about travel. Go to the majors, go to TripAdvisor and Expedia and Hotels.com and anywhere there are views around the space. Right? So once you have a place where people are doing that, you can look at articles written on blog posts or you can comment among other comments and you can discuss some of the things that are going on at Trip.me. Don't simply put in a link and spam the place. I've seen lots of that stuff. Trust me, it will be removed and you will be blocked. Don't bother with that sort of thing. But it's quite all right to say, I am the CMO there, I'm a CEO there, I'm a, you know, an employee here, I do this, that, or the other thing, whatever your company is, and explain what it is that you're doing that is relevant to what was just being said. It's got to be relevant. But what you're also saying is, I'm not just commenting, I'm commenting in persona of somebody who's in the industry, I know something about this. And from my point of view, this or that is interesting. So what you're doing is leveraging the existing major platforms to begin to seed the existence of your platform, right? You're joining the conversation. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Time now for another exciting episode of Ace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Aim Clear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim Clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim Clear. This is how you sell with social. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. 
Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the Backlinks. Debuts Tuesday, May 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime, inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about moving the needle and growing your business when you're an early stage startup without spending a fortune. So we talked about things like leveraging the existing platforms to begin to comment there and to make discussions that would draw people to something that you've done. But here's the killer piece. You actually have to have content over at your place. You have to have an active blog going even if nobody is commenting yet. Right. Do so and perhaps have people inside your group comment for you and with you or even your closest friends. Right. Proactively ask people to hop in and share their thoughts around it, not just thumbs up or thumbs down, but rather really a discussion around something. That's an important beginning of things. But even if you have nobody who is commenting on your blog, the fact that you've done so on a regular basis, once a day would be amazing, but if you just can't pull that together, it's got to be a minimum of once a week, preferably three times a week. Okay? Once you've done that kind of hard work, then you have a modicum of material in which you have content that is worthy of somebody else showing up. Here's my big concern in any growing company. If you go hire a PR agency and you tell them, hey, come look at us, thump your chest, it's wonderful, right? And there's nothing there. You will not only have spent a great deal of money with your PR agency, you will have blown your credibility. There will be nothing there when people get there. Now, you may be trying to do things like either, you know, sell a product or whatever, but there will be nothing that establishes the trust factor that people are looking for. And the mere fact that you have been printed in or on a radio or on a TV and so on or videoed in something that is a large brand does not mean that you are trustworthy. Okay, so now we move on. We've done some a conversation around deep commenting uh, in terms of other comments, but try that also with blogs. There's a famous example that Rand Fishkin used at SEO Moz from a couple of years ago. He commented on a blog that is written by Mark Schuster. Mark Schuster is a very well-known VC who blogs regularly, discusses issues around venture capital and early stage startup. So, or even later stage startup. He, he discusses the entire you know field. All right. Cool. So he wrote an article that said, be careful not to become a conference hoe. We all know what that means. So Rand responded deeply, and it was the first time he had commented on Mark's blog, and he said so. 
and he wrote his response in the form of a letter. He said, hi, Mark, comma, next line, you know, I haven't commented here before, but I would count myself as a conference whore. I spend this many days, and then he began to provide stats. This many days at conferences, I speak, I send my staff, and so on. He discussed the intensity of his engagement with conferences, what he did there, exactly the number of days he spent on the road and this and that and so on. He discussed it there in the comment saying, I find it to be very valuable and why he uses events and speaking at events as a way to build confidence and trust in his own company and product and that helps his conversion rates. So it must have been a couple of paragraphs worth and so on. This was a deep comment. It wasn't a yeah, no, and it certainly didn't cross the line of, if you will, damned it and damned you. He didn't say, you're dumb, that's stupid. You know, That kind of thing is totally useless. On your blog, on anybody's blog, just forget it, but we can talk about that another day. Now, what he did was a good, solid comment, and then he did something interesting. He said, I have written a blog post about this subject because you got me thinking, right, Come on over and see what I have to say about it. And on the website over at seomaz.org, there is an article that is kind of a responsive article to Mark's point of view. Right now there, it wasn't simply a letter and a comment and a response, but it was, I've been thinking about this because Mark Schuster said, you know, he had a, a viewpoint on it, and here's my viewpoint and how it works for us. And on that, he actually had charts and graphs. Right, pie charts on how his year broke up and uh, the responses and the value of being at events and where he did find it valuable to spend money and not. So at the time, because again, we were very early stage startup, buying booth space, not so much. Getting on the uh, speaker stand, worth a fortune. In order to get on a speaker stand, of course, you're going to have to do your work. You can't get on a speaker stand if you don't know your stuff, if you don't know how to create brilliant presentations, in other words, not full of bullet points and boring as hell, right? And if you cannot express yourself in ways that will be compelling and engaging with the audience. So for a lot of us, we've got to practice that. We're not born with that skill. Again, doing the hard work pays off. You could hire a PR agency, again, to do all of this, but what would be there when folks arrived? They will be looking for these kinds of things. Are you part of your industry? Do you engage that way? You don't have to be a speaker every time, but you'd better be a contributor. If you have gone to an event, you'd better have written up something about having been there. I've been to a marketing event, a finance event, a real estate event, whatever. And these are my thoughts around the presentations. Be cogent, be thoughtful, be careful, and think deeply about it before expressing yourself in your blog post. Preferably provide either photographs of an event or uh, charts and graphs around your thoughts that codify things with hard metrics that let people look more deeply into the experience of having been at that conference or other event. Right? That's how you essentially become, if you will, a speaker without having been a speaker. A speaker gets up there, and again, your deep comment is your post with all of your thoughts around it and the metrics that discusses whether you agreed or disagreed with that speaker that happened at XYZ event. You have leveraged the existing 
to build your own. All right. So that was Rand's example. I think that's a brilliant one. Write a post that responds to others. One of the things that happened when Rand did this is that a number of folks who were already reading Mark Schuster's blog now came over to read the SEO Moz blog. Who in your industry would you go to leverage the same? Somebody who writes interesting posts where you could comment deeply and then you could even write a post with either a similar or opposing view Comment deeply and send them over to your post and thereby draw a number of new readers to your space that you know are highly relevant. Interesting stuff. All right, let's move on to events. In terms of events, a few years ago, uh, I was just chatting with my producer, Brasco, here at webmasterradio.fm. We were chatting about the event in which SEO Moz launched Linkscape. So this was one of the first events where we actually did buy booth space and we bought a double space. So it was 10 by 20. For us, we were now at a somewhat later stage, but it was still a fortune right? to have spent those thousands of dollars on a 10 by 20 square foot piece of concrete. We now had to impress a whole lot of folks. And it wasn't just the cost of the concrete itself. We had to buy a back lit back booth, you know, a piece so that something looked exciting back there rather than just a curtain. We uh, picked up some furniture so that it would look presentable in the front. Uh, We had people flying in from the other side of the country. This event took place in New York and our company is located in Seattle, Washington, the kind of diametric opposite end of this country, close to it anyway. So we'd flown them in. We had to put them up in hotels. There was ground transportation, all kinds of things. We had purchased T-shirts to give away. We'd purchased T-shirts for folks to wear, of course. And this time we had done all of this and had gotten a platform on the expo floor, which is available to those who buy expo space in order to make, if you will, a paid presentation because you had to buy the floor space in order to get up on that stage. But we slated it in our slot, and there it was at 10 or 10.30 on a Monday morning. So now we were all set up. We decided to sponsor the badges. If you go to a conference, you will often see that the badges are sponsored either lanyards, right, or the badge itself where there's kind of a stick-in thing that hangs a little over the top, and it will have the name of a company. In the beginning of the industry that I'm in, often the major players, Google, Yahoo, MSN, and so on, would sponsor those kinds of things and very few others. No one could really afford it except the major players, right? But then companies kind of grew around it and more came into play. Well, it was okay to have a branded name on those things, and this will happen again in the realty industry, in the finance industry, in all kinds of industries out there, right? Not just in marketing, right? But The branded name on the top is okay. Mostly people look through it. They're looking at the name of the person, maybe the company the person works for. They don't really notice much of this branded name on the top. But in our case, rather than putting the name of the company at the top, I put up the date and the time of the event. Right, the date and the time in which Rand was going to speak on the expo floor to announce this launch of our new product. And we thought it was pretty big stuff, so we wanted to make a big noise about it. Right. 
Then I stood myself at the front door of the expo hall. And at the point when the doors opened and people started streaming through, I would catch a number of them just as they went by. I would point to their chest where this thing was written, hanging on their badge. I say, oh, that's just to remind Rand when to speak. Don't forget to remind him. That's just to remind him where to stand. I would make some kind of really inane, stupid line joke. Right? But people look down at their badges. Some would chuckle. Some would just look. Whatever it was, it made no difference. I wanted to make them look at the time and the date on the badge until there was a buzz going about it. There was a critical mass, a tipping point, in which people were talking about it on the expo floor. What's this Monday at 10 a.m. or 10.30, whatever the time was? Usually... At these kinds of events where people do this kind of paid training kind of thing, all about my product type statement, there will be a few people who attend, right? I always joke and say it's one guy who's napping, two who are having a meeting, and one guy's checking his email and taking a load off his feet. But it's not really true. There are some folks who will come and listen because they're actually interested in the product. They either want to know something technical about it, they're considering purchasing it. That's all great. But usually it's not very crowded. There was standing room only to the end of the hall at this event because we moved the needle in an unusual way, and it didn't take much. What I'm telling you is think a little bit outside the box. How can you leverage the materials in front of you to twist just a little bit on that dial and make people pay attention? Sometimes it's as easy and foolish as standing at the door and making an inane joke about, oh, that's just to remind your speaker to get up there and speak. And now everybody's buzzing about what the hell's going to be said. Okay? We'll be right back after this break, and we'll wrap up on how to move the needle while spending just a dime. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Conversion Conference makes its way back to Chicago, June 11th through the 13th. Register now at conversionconference.com. Conversion Conference Chicago 2013 will feature the best in conversion marketing to help you drive leads and revenue. Plus, WebmasterRadio.fm's Tim Ash will host a premium half-day of landing page optimization training. Learn how to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners can get $100 off early bird registration by going to ConversionConference.com and using promo code WMFM. 
Remember to listen to Tim Ash Mondays on WebmasterRadio.fm for landing page optimization for the latest details on Conversion Conference. Register right now for Conversion Conference Chicago 2013, June 11th through the 13th at ConversionConference.com. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all, Yoga? My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. That's something to check out. Discover the power of Barry, Rusty Brick Schwartz, and the Search and Your Roundtable on the Pulse. The Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hi, this is Jillian, and we're back with CEO Coach. We've been talking about how to move the needle by thinking just a little out of the box and by leveraging existing things in folks' minds and trust factors to bring more trust to you. I don't know if you just heard it, but I just heard an advertisement from Rusty Brick. It's interesting to note that he did exactly the same thing. He leveraged a very well-known movie that everybody on this planet knows, and he leveraged it to bring attention to the work that he's doing. Delightful. Anyway, we're going to wrap up here at CEO Coach with this thought. When you are very small and beginning in business, not a lot of folks are looking. However, when you do that, the process is to latch on to something that is much bigger than yourself and to bring attention to this nascent idea and new blog and new uh, commerce site, whatever it is you're doing online, right, by going in, making thoughtful comments, engaging as a peer, Right? Don't engage at a lower level. Engage as a peer and express your own ideas and thoughts around it. Build content on your own site that reflects whatever it is you're discussing and draw people to it. Same thing happens at events. It's good to buy a booth space if you can afford it. When you can't, you've got to do the hard work to actually become a speaker. You don't get to be a speaker at you know, the worldwide event in your industry tomorrow. But you do get to become a speaker maybe by setting up a date at your local community center, uh, public library, uh, chamber of commerce, all of those small venues where you can go in and speak for not a whole lot of money. You can go and mentor other companies who are starting out if you have a skill that supports them. If you're in finance, if you're in marketing, those kinds of things really help everybody else. You know an awful lot about this industry. Your company may not be big net yet, but you can go in and help other startups doing other kinds of work. Right? Whatever it is that you do, there is a small space where you can begin to become a teacher and a speaker, and then you can move up from there. It's never too early to start. It doesn't mean every one of us has to get on the stage. It doesn't mean every one of us has to get around the world and speak at the biggest of conferences. Make a decision that is suitable and valuable for your company. But whatever it is, the generosity of teaching others what you do and how you do it is critical to establishing the trust factor that will have them doing business with you and become a raving fan. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm. 
through iTunes, and of course, listen to us on a mobile app. I hope you'll stop by at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast, and enter your thoughts. Till next week, this is CEO Coach. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.